Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. How are we feeling? Let's check in with ourselves. I know I'm feeling a, a little bloated. I had... <laughs> I ate a little too much grilled cheese and tomato for dinner. Vegan grilled cheese, yeah. I put a little rosemary, some uh, New Zealand sea salt. You know, my salt game is is through the roof. I, I don't I don't mess around. I can't do that iodized sea salt. We gotta we gotta we gotta import the salt. From, from New Zealand and then, and then drizzle some of that on top. Uh, and it, it tastes different. If you've never had like really great salt, then uh, you're missing out. So if you're a person who loves salt in your foods, step your game up, get some of that New Zealand salt. And it is not even an ad. I'm, I'm just a lover of, um, of many things culinary rosemary i put some rosemary on my grilled cheese sandwich that's what the holidays are really about it's about exploring foods and tastes and sounds and feels and uh you know this is this is that cozy weather right here today's episode obviously uh is a little different than the other episodes i Feel like I, I just haven't you know been in touch with you you all out there in a while I, it's been uh, every episode's had has been guest after guest after guest and uh, I just want to check in the holidays are around the corner Thanksgiving is is close and uh, and then Christmas and then the new year is like bam 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 um, on one end we want this year to be over on the other end, it's almost over, and uh, there's a lot of emotions that come with that. So today I want to talk about, you know, how to manage the holidays. Um, there's, there's so much expectations that are, so many expectations that are put on us for the holidays, gift-giving, travel, friends, family, Staying up late, waking up early, waking up late, eating a lot. You know, our, our, our routine that we've been just, when we were just getting into a routine with the whole COVID and, and pandemic and, and everything else that's going on. Now the holidays are here to disrupt that routine and, and cause, cause some trouble. But I want to help guide you through the holidays. I want to I want to be an ally with you during these times so that the hard work that you've been putting in, right? The things you've been doing to fortify your mental health, your mind, your body, your spirit, your relationships, all that doesn't fall to pieces uh, during the holidays. Um, I know for me and I know that I'm very fortunate that I have uh, family and, and friends uh, 
whose houses I can go to and feel comfortable and feel safe and have fun and enjoy good food. And I know that that is a blessing um, because a lot of people don't have that. They don't have access to a big family or a bunch of friends or a house they can go to and feel safe, not just safe in terms of uh, COVID-19, but just safe to, to be yourself, you know, to be around people who will see you for you and appreciate you for you and understand you and and not put um, unwanted expectations on top of you. And, um, and, you know, where you feel like you can express yourself 100%. So for those of you out there who are struggling with, like, what do I do during the holidays? I've got to go with the family, and I don't really want to go and... You know, because I'm an introvert. And so, so one of the things that I do, and, um, and I do this anytime I, I go to a family uh, or friend's house for the holidays, but it, in, in any event, is I set a time limit. I'm like, you get 90 minutes with Leo Flowers, and then I'm out of there. And for those of you who don't have that option, Right where you can just leave after ninety minutes for whatever reason, maybe the, the the people that you're with, your spouse, your kids, whatever. Maybe you're traveling to go see them, um, you know. So it's not an option to just leave after ninety minutes. The family's a, a whole day affair. Um, you know, my my mom's from Belize, and my Belizean side, even on my dad's side, it's a it's an all day thing. They they're all from eight a.m. to 8 a.m. the next day, like there's, you know, the party never stops. So I'm one of the anomalies uh, for sure in the family. But if you can't leave, take a break after about 90 minutes. You know, I, I'm i notorious for I'll, I'll find a book, and I'll, sometimes I'll take a book with me, and after about 90 minutes I'll, I'll find some nook, some cranny. If I have to use the bathroom, I'll use the bathroom or hide out in a closet, or hide out in somebody's bedroom, wherever. And I'll just go in there and I'll just read. I'll just, I, I, you know, as, uh, and I know there's a lot of introverts out there listening in. We need some time to ourselves to decompress. And, uh, and I'll, so I'll either go find a room to read, or I will um, journal, Sometimes I'll write jokes because my my family and my friends, they're all so very funny and crazy and uh, drunk because it's, <laughs> it's the holidays, right? So uh, I'll go find a space where I can uh, journal, write, just reconnect with myself for about 20 minutes. And I even set a timer. I know I need 20 minutes to decompress and, and then I can get right back into it. Or I'll just go take a nap, you know. Um, and every 90 minutes, I'll do that. Like if I have to, if it's a situation where I'm there all day, every 90 minutes, I'm, I, I disappear. I don't tell anybody. And I just go, or maybe I go for a 20-minute walk. Um, that's not always an option because of the winter. But the point is, is to is to know that you deserve 
to take time for yourself. Um, and it looks like everybody's having fun, but there's a reason why some people get really lit during the holidays around family and friends because uh, they've, they've reached their max capacity for being around people and absorbing the energy, especially, you know, a lot of introverts, loud sounds and noises that, that, you know, that can really get to us. Uh, and even for an extrovert, we all have our, our limit. I just know for me, 90 minutes is the limit. And then I either have to leave or take a break. And if I don't take that break, if I stay, I, I end up drinking. I end up, um, you know, becoming besides myself. I, I start, I eat more, I drink more. Um, I just become undone. And uh, I don't, I don't want to do that. You know, the, the holidays is a time to celebrate and eat. But, you know, I've worked so hard. And we all do. We're all working so hard. We're all just doing our best to um, not let it unravel all the things that we've been working towards. And and you know, in terms of being healthy, and you know, you know, trying to stay COVID free. And we also have flu season around the corner. So, you know, we want to be mindful of, of those things during the holidays. This is. Uh, as much as we want to wild out, we also want to be conscious of, of what we're doing. And, and we know that, especially around the holidays, our mental health is just so important during these times. Because we're going to get a lot of messages from the media, buy this, do this, this is what you should be doing. And, you know, social media is going to be lit with people having the best time. And, uh, you know, I'm doing Christmas in Dubai. That kind of thing. So uh, we have to make sure that we don't let that interfere with our sleep. That's the that's the second thing I want to bring up in terms of handling the holidays is stay on routine. You know, if you usually go to bed at 10, go to bed at 10. Yeah, even on uh, New Year's Day, you know, uh, or New Year's Eve, that, that might be your one exception. But I have a feeling New Year's Eve this year won't be as... <laughs> won't be as lit as, as previous years. But, you know, I, I tell you what, I, there's been a few years where I went to bed uh, at 10 and woke up on the first, and there was zero regrets, none, none. Woke up, I felt refreshed, I felt renewed, and I also felt like I, I had an advantage over all the the people who stayed up late on <laughs> on New Year's. It was like, ah, I could, I, I, like I had the run of the city. It's amazing. Um, so, but for some of us who feel like we can't or don't want to, uh, uh, or have access to family, friends for the holidays, you know, it's also a time to, for reflection, right? To, to check in with ourselves. I talked about journaling and reading, but it's also a time to look back on 2020 and ask ourselves, you know, did we do our best to engage with 2020? Did we do our best to, to, to be whole with 2020? Did we do our best to have positive social interactions in 2020? Did we do our best to find meaning? These are questions that I, I ask myself uh, on a daily basis. At least that's my intention. Some days I, 
I, I miss a day or something. But it's my, always my intention to check in with myself and reflect on my day. But also you want to reflect on the year. And what's great about the holidays is, you know, people are taking off. They're on trips. The, the, the city is silent. You know, I live in L.A. And, and it, Thanksgiving, Christmas, two times of the year where I fall back in love with the city of Los Angeles because no, people leave and it's quiet and you don't hear the, the cars and the, and the dogs and the honking and the, the, there's just nobody on the streets. And uh, you feel like the king of the city for, for two days. And you feel like you can hear yourself, right? Um, me and my girl, Michelle, we just got back from Mexico and it's so quiet out there in Loreto, Mexico. You can see the stars at night and you can hear yourself. You can hear yourself thinking. You don't have to go find quiet. It's just there all around you. And so use the holidays to reflect on your year. And you can do that with, you know, asking yourself questions of, uh, you know, what did you move towards and, and what what worked for you this year and what didn't work for you this year and what would you like to see yourself doing differently in 2021 um, and how did you feel about this year and but, but more importantly how do you feel now right now at this moment right uh, do you feel tired do you feel weighty do you feel enraged do you feel peaceful and and to recognize that I think one of the challenging things about emotions is that we can feel so many emotions at once. So we don't have to label all of them. But but to pick out a few of them, you know, am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Am I tired? Am I frustrated? Am I hopeful? Am I excited? Maybe that's why, you know, sometimes you can't sleep because you're excited. And and for those of us who are struggling with sleep right now, I I admonish you. I think that's the right word, admonish. Uh, but encourage you if is if admonish is not the right word. Uh, I encourage you to you know try working out first thing in the morning so that you're getting those endorphins going, and that could mean going for a walk or uh, doing a, a morning mobility. A lot of times we always think about working out as like getting our heart rate up and P90X, but sometimes working on our mobility, right? Like our hip mobility, our shoulder mobility, meaning like our range of motion, um, ankle mobility, uh, stretching out our neck. When was the last time you stretched out your fingers? You know, I, pl I practice guitar. And it's, it's so important for me to stretch out my hands and my wrists and my fingers. So to start your morning off with, if nothing else, just to, you know, you see cats stretch all the time. And they, as soon as they wake up, they, they stretch out their back and they just reach out, they, you know, before they start running all over the place. And dogs do the same thing. Any, any animal. When they first wake up, they just don't get to it. They stretch, they reach, they check in with their bodies. And 
I know for a lot of us that's challenging because you have kids or you're waking up uh, to the alarm clock. We have a, a lot of listeners who are first responders and, you know, it's, it, it, they, they trying to squeeze in as much sleep as possible. And unfortunately they may not get a chance to uh, really check in with themselves before they go into work because they're on call uh, so much of the time, especially at this time of year. So, to also be compassionate with yourself, right? To say, hey, listen, I understand why you maybe had a few more drinks than usual or why you ate a bit more than usual or why you've been missing your workout because, you know, the, the pandemic, gyms are, one day the gym is open, one day is closed. It's like miniature golf. Like, can I get in? Can I get out? Uh, sometimes the gym closes while you're in the gym and you're like, why are they cutting the lights off? Um, and so there's so much anxiety and it makes it challenging for us to, to maintain, uh, any type of, of routine. But, you know, if you're in a place where you can go for a walk or get outdoors a little bit, or I know a lot of people are buying a Peloton, um, but yoga, you know, roll out the mat. There's a bunch of videos on YouTube where you can, you can get moving and get in your body. The, um, other thing I want to bring up, and this is, you know, I think this is so important for a lot of us, is that some people, um, we you know, we don't want to go to the family gatherings because of um, uh, issues within the family, right? It's like, oh, if I go, we're going to get into an argument, or I'm just not going to be seen or heard, or they're going to say something to make me uncomfortable, or... Uh, you know, maybe you're not talking talking to a sibling. You stopped talking three months ago or six months or a year or two years or it's going to be awkward. And this is the time of year where people are very open and willing to mending past wounds. And if you're open to it and you can check in with them to see if they're open to just uh, listen, we don't have to discuss it right now. We can just put that off to the side. It, we don't, it doesn't have to be a thing. We don't have to agree. Can we just, you know, start from scratch? Just, just clean a plate off just for today, and then we can talk about it some other time. But just today, maybe we can, would you be open to us just existing, sharing a space, putting that to the side? coming back to it another time I'd love to sit down and, and really explore your feelings on X Y and Z um, yeah the holidays are really an opportunity for us to reach out and connect that's the other thing I would say for your mental health is reach you know I have friends who uh, talk about being lonely don't have a social life and yet they have so many unreturned uh, phone calls, meaning there are so many messages that they haven't returned. It, you know, they're like, yeah, 15 of my friends, I have like 15 messages from 15 different friends. I haven't called them back. Call them back. Just just to let them know you're alive, to say hi, even if it's just to say, I'm busy. Call them back. Get on the phone. And, and don't just send a text message. Pick up the phone. You know, get on FaceTime and and, and check in with them. 
and just to say hello, see how you're doing, or uh, you know, to, or maybe to share why you've been slow in returning the phone calls. Maybe you know the last uh, you know phone call. Uh, you know, disheartened you in some type of way, or you were hurt by something that they said. To say, you know, I'd really there's nothing wrong with saying I'd really love to talk to you more. However, when you say or do this, it makes me feel this, right? When you say X, then it makes me, I, I feel hurt. I feel uh, disappointed. I, I feel bothered. Um, and, and to say that, and that's okay. And, and to see how they respond. Someone who doesn't have bad intentions, they will soften. And, and then you two can explore how to have a, a better communication or more healthy uh, and effective communication. If it's someone who has ill intent, then, then you'll know. And then you know, okay, well, I, it's, I'm going to back off. And then it's, it's up to you to, uh, to step forward and say, hey, you know, I, I'm sorry for what I said. But you know, we have to make sure and check in with ourselves. It's like, are we avoiding a situation or are we wanting to connect with ourselves and, um, and reflect? Because a lot of times we can reflect too much and, and reflect as a way of avoiding a situation, which, as we know, it doesn't make it go away. Um, you know, I... For the holidays, we are going to go to uh, a friend's house and, you know, they have an outdoor area, so we'll feel safe there. And uh, it's going to be great food. I can't wait to get my grub on. But, you know, we're going we're gonna to get a hike in early so that, you know, it's not throwing us off our routine too much. And that way we show up a little later. It's all about strategizing, right? Show up a little later. That way, uh, most of the food is gone, um, and then we won't we won't have that guilt feeling of of eating too much. And you know, I just I can't sit around a house for too long. I always need to feel movement. So to strat- check in with yourself and ask yourself, how do you want to spend the holidays? Do you want to spend it in a house all day, or do you want to go for a hike? Do you want to go for a hike and and then, you know, watch a movie, The Mandalorian, or, or uh, uh, Michelle and I, we just finished Queen's Gambit on uh, Netflix, which is uh, incredible. As soon as we finished it, uh, Michelle's like, I want to watch it again. So if you're looking for something to watch, Queen's Gambit is, uh, is fantastic. Um, but So check in and ask yourself, how do you want to spend the holidays? Do you want to spend it at home cleaning? You know, we talked about reflecting. Sometimes it can be about, you know, just really going through your photos, going through your emails, going through your house, and just throwing out anything that doesn't serve you, anything that is uh, uh, weighing you down, causing you anxiety. Just it could be that you use this time to just to tie up loose ends, right? Get off social media. Because that's definitely, that makes us all feel so much uh, um, like FOMO, right? That fear of missing out. 
it's like everybody's having these these great holiday parties and a great time and the smiles and and the drinks and the the hugs and the kisses and um you know it's just it, it looks like it's so much fun um so staying off social media you could use the time to create to sew to draw to practice an instrument to really connect with yourself so that you're going into 2020 already um, empowered. It's about finding your power, right? We've given a, so much of our power up to this point over to politics, to social injustices, um, to to friends and family. And so it's there's nothing wrong with you saying, you know what, let me take this day for me or let me take an hour for me, or whatever that is, whatever's comfortable for you, and and really think about the time from, you know, Thanksgiving up until the New Year, of how you're going to use that time to recharge yourself, because it's it you know, work slows down for some people, things start to get a little slow. We have a bit more time, so we kind of let our guard down around our, our routines and, and, and systems. And that's okay to have some flexibility, right? Because um, uh, family's here. But not so much that it then sends a spiraling in uh, the opposite direction. Uh, what else did I want to share with you all? I think, uh, oh, and if you, know, if you need help, uh, bring in a therapist. And don't think of a therapist as someone that you have to talk to every week for the rest of your life. You know, just once, one session, you'll be surprised at uh, how empowered you feel. Um, I'm very lucky I have a dietitian that I talk to. And so, you know, when I feel like I'm a little off on my meal or, you know, I do some quote-unquote emotional eating, um, I message her and check in and, and she helps me to, reframe my feelings and thoughts and and ideas in a way that empowers me. So there's nothing wrong with bringing bringing in a third party, whether it's a therapist, a coach, or reaching out to a family member or friend that you trust. Um, There's a lot of uh, therapy. You have uh, betterhelp.com where there's teletherapy. Um, And I've mentioned in uh, before, if you go to betterhelp.com forward slash Leo, you'll get 10% off your first month. Um, and they have licensed professional therapists. So go check them out. You can talk to them. And there are other telehealth groups that you can talk to. Um, there are Facebook groups. There are online groups that maybe this is a time for you to either join a group or start a group, you know, so that you feel like you have allies in whatever you're going through. As, as usual, I appreciate you listening to the podcast and sharing the episodes and leaving the reviews. That is part of what gets me going. Um, and this is also a good time to, you know, music. We, you know, we're always talking about, like, you usually hear about pills and potions and therapies, but music is very therapeutic. There was a quote, I, I forget who said it, but he said, when I was a kid, we didn't have therapy. We listened to albums. And, and so what, what I've been listening to recently 
is uh, there's a rapper uh, from The Roots. If you don't know The Roots, uh, this is rap group, very uh, progressive rap group. Uh, the Tonight Show, they're the Tonight Show band uh, currently. And one of the rappers from The Roots, Black Thought, just released an album. And it's incredible. I, I love rap. I grew up on hip hop. I'm from Chicago. Uh, LL Cool J, Run DMC, um, Heavy D and the Boys, you know, all those Beastie Boys, um, all those old school rappers, even the Ghetto Boys. Um, but I'm a huge fan of, of hip hop and rap. Not all of it, obviously, but uh, I love that. So I've been playing a lot of the new Black Thought. And then on the flip side, I've been listening to a lot of Andrea Bocelli, who's uh, an opera singer. He's an Italian opera singer. And uh, he's incredible. He's remarkable. So I might have him playing in the background a little bit. So, uh, you know, it just depends on my mood. So this could be a time for you to explore new music outside of what you typically listen to. And books, you know, uh, I forget the quote from James Baldwin, but he talks about how he always felt like he was the only one going through what he was going through. And then he read, he started reading books, especially fiction. And then he realized, oh, this is part of the uh, of, of being a human, of being a person. These, I don't, I don't have exclusive rights to these emotions of pain and hurt and despair and despondency. Other people uh, experience these things too, and they keep moving forward, and they, and they get married, and they have kids, and uh, they build empires, and they have fun, and, um, and, and they move forward, and they stumble backwards, and, but that's part of the dance of life, right? Life is a dance. You go forward, you, you go back. You know, I remember I had to learn the waltz, and you know, it was one, two, three, four, one, two, three, right? So it's a dance, and you're 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 going kind of in a square, but the but the space uh, you're slowly expanding the space of which you're doing the one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. So we're taking a step back, we're taking steps laterally. Uh, we're taking a step forward, and, and that's just the dance of life. It's a waltz. And so I, I know a lot of times we just want things to go up, 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 up. But um, it's a boring roller coaster. Nobody wants, to get, nobody wants to get on that ride. And, you know, I hike a lot, and the last thing I want to do is uh, be on a hike that only goes up. You know, at some point I would love to come down. Um, and so that, that's, the, that's the dance, that's the nature of uh, being human. So to find those books that talk to your soul, that feed your spirit, that make you feel connected. Uh, three of the books that I, I love to tell people about, one is Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Um, he was a Holocaust survivor, and he wrote a book about um, how he was able to survive the Holocaust. And it's, it's, it's a thin book, and it's so empowering. And if uh, you know, you're a slow reader, you have dyslexia, try an audio book. Um, there's, there's no reason for anyone to 
to not have access to the, the great literature out there, whether you can read it or listen to it, uh, it's, it's the same. Um, the other book is a book called The Boys in the Boat. It's a, and I'm not even a rower, and it's about a row team up in Washington. It's about this young boy who has to overcome so much to be one of the rowers in, um, in, a, in, the, in a boat for uh, his college team. And like I said, I don't row. I know nothing about rowing. But this book is incredible, and I think it has like five stars on Amazon. Uh, the name of the book, again, is The Boys in the Boat. Um, and then the third book, which uh, to this day I think is incredible. The writing is, is remarkable. Um, and I recommend this uh, to, to not everybody, but some people. Uh, Love Warrior by Glennon Doyle. Glennon Doyle has a way of speaking to everyone's uh, existence. And um, it, so Love Warrior, she has a beautiful way of writing and phrasing things that makes her feel like uh, she's just talking to you. So uh, those are three books. Uh, and I'll throw in a fourth. I'll throw in a fourth for you. A book called Endurance. Um, and it's about uh, an expedition to Antarctica and and how they were able to endure. So when, when you're feeling disconnected, the point is, is to find books that about people who um, are having to overcome some insurmountable uh, challenge um, or as Esther Perel would call them, adaptive challenges, challenges that when we adapt, we become stronger, that post-traumatic growth, right? To find those books that empower you, that show you, you know, what human beings are made of so that you're reminded that you can do hard things uh, instead of waiting for life to get easier, for, for COVID, the cure for COVID and things to open up and, uh, you know, you get a job and uh, you make, you win the lottery. Like instead of, of waiting for those things, we can engage with life, right? We can find meaning in what is happening and find meaning in a way that uh, empowers us. I, I hope this episode was, uh, was empowering. I hope this gave you some ideas of how to navigate the holidays. Um, I know that, you know, it's getting dark so much earlier now. And, and we just want to nestle in. I'm craving more soups and, and uh, grilled cheese sandwiches. I can't. <laughs> and I just want to grab my weighted blanket and, and hunker down and watch some feel-good movies. So, you know, listen to your body and, and listen to the rhythm of, of your soul, of where you're at, and, and go with that if you, if you need to you know, take a, a nap a little longer, sleep a little longer, do that. But this is, uh, this is the time to really nurture your nine-year-old self and take care of yourself and, and to move but to, and eat healthy and to sleep well and, and to reconnect with yourself and, and others. You can always go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.